Hey guys, welcome back to A Breath of Fresh Fate. Today I have my best friend Chloe on. Hi. <laughs> okay, Chloe, so why don't you introduce yourself to the people? I know that, you know, we're best friends. I just kind of gave that away. But why don't you just tell the people a little bit about yourself? Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, so I'm Chloe. I'm Hannah's best friend. Um, we met at Lee in our undergrad um, when I was studying intercultural studies in TESOL, which is missions. Um, and then now I'm in my MAT, which is teaching. Um, oh gosh. We're in grad school. Yeah, we're in grad school. What else? Um, I feel like that's about it. The, the, the good we're basis pretty boring. Now. <laughs> <laughs> school and Jesus is about all true, that we have time true. for these days. We love and, Jesus. And okay, so what's funny too is that me and you know, Chloe are both from Georgia, so we grew up, like, kind of yeah. running the same circles, but never ran into each other, which yeah. is crazy. we went to the same church. Um, I think we were, like, in the same school system. Literally, in, like, like youth group stuff. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and it wasn't, like, it's a big church, but I feel like still being plugged we should in. should have known, yeah. yeah. We should have ran into each other. Well, okay, so me and Chloe are both single Pringles, <laughs> ready to mingle when the time is right. And <laughs> Chloe has, you know... A really interesting background because a lot of people these age you know or these days have you know a wide range of experience when it comes to dating and like mm -hmm. love and relationships but why don't you share a little bit, little bit about your experience with like dating and okay so everything. basically she wants me to say I'm single <laughs> <laughs> that's the nice way um so yeah I've been actually single my whole life um but purposely and I know like a lot of people say that but I <laughs> there's definitely some purpose to it and some just life and everything um <clears throat> but something I specifically ask for the Lord is I don't want it unless it will help me grow as a person um as a partner with whoever I'm with um in in the Lord and so to protect me from you know any abstaining from any sins and just from heartbreak in general. Um, and it's been hard. Sometimes, you know, you want to date, but if the Lord has not, if the Lord hasn't called that person to be, you know, my covenant partner, personally, I just don't want it. No, I think dating's fine. Uh, that's just a personal decision I had where I just don't want to casually date. I don't fully believe in that for myself because I'm, I don't know. I just don't think it's a casual thing. Um, so, yeah, basically... Just single. That's what she's trying but to that's about. cool though, because I feel like a lot of people, especially in the faith, they might like have the same experience as you, but like might not be comfortable with talking mm -hmm. about it. So, but it'll help a lot of people just hearing that like one, they're not alone, but two, like can have like you know ex examples and like experiences like shared mm -hmm. on here where they're like, oh wow, like that's so yeah. true. I think the world definitely focuses on relationships so much. Uh, you're like, okay, why not you know me or or you know you look for it, but. And, and the church is different, you know, is we see what the world says about it and the church, you know, says maybe a different thing or sometimes, you know, it's the same, uh, whether it should be or not. Um, True. so yeah, I think there's good perspectives hearing from other singles out there, um, and their take on things, why they're single, um, why it just might not be the right time. You know, we're on different seasons and, um, appreciating and learning from the um, the season that we're in. That's so true. And then, okay, so what are your views on dating versus singleness? Like, what's, like, the mm -hmm. distinction between the two for you? Well, I feel like that's a very blurred line. Um, and not even dating, just talking about, like, relationships. But I feel like there's a very blurred line um, in the society we live in. It's not always, like, there's so many stages to it. It's really just hard to keep up 
there's you know talking dating boyfriend girlfriend exclusive um and that's just you know it's hard to put a say on it but um I guess my views would be that oh gosh I don't even know how to begin with that um you know that use whatever stage you're at to grow and ask the Lord what he can teach you in that stage um and see what you're actually ready for you know you might think you're ready to take that jump but you, <laughs> you're actually you know not. you might not be um and yeah just have wisdom through whatever season you know have other people there to help guide you along the way um and try to grow into the best person you can be before you know you add on to somebody else's life that's true that's really good so since you've been single for you know a couple years hot, hot second um so what is it some, like what do you look for in a significant other since you've had time to really like mm-hmm. hone in on what's important to yeah, you yeah we've had some time um <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh gosh i would say number one off the bat we have to have the same views um about our relationship with god as long as we're running the same race which is towards jesus um, and we're equally yoked in it. I think that's the biggest thing. I won't even consider something if, um, you know, somebody has a partner, if not. And, you know, it's not as in, like, a bad and judgy way. It's more just want to protect yourself and to protect them. Me and Hannah were talking about this last week of, like, how boring would it be? Because you can't talk about the things you love, which is Jesus. Um, so number one is to have, you know, the same. I want their first love to be God way before me, way before their family and friends, and vice versa, um, and that, that pedestal's never given to them or something else in their life. Um, so I'd say that's the biggest one. Um, also, since I do want to do missions, I think it's super important that they also have the same mindset in terms of missions, and you know, it doesn't always have to be overseas. Um, missions stateside or wherever you live is also super important. Um, but the willingness to travel and go where God calls you to, if he calls you to a third world country, um, you know, you have to be obedient in that and just traveling for fun. I love to travel. And so I think that'd be cool. Um, so those I think are two big ones. Also sense of humor. (laughs) For sure. No, you gotta have a laugh. (laughs) Um, so to understand that person, um, and them understand you and there's just little qualities here and there. Like, do they so into people's lives do they reflect the you know the beatitudes the things like joy peace kindness gentleness self-control um is that emulated in their lives and then the fruits that's shown through their lives just eventually the religious stuff we hear it's actually important obviously yeah. we all have our tastes okay you know we all have our preferences but the only thing that you can have to keep the relationship going is usually jesus and friendship if you want to make it long haul. Um, so those are things I think we need to really look for. That's true. I listened to a podcast like a couple of days ago with Sadie Robertson and Tim Tebow and his wife, Demi mm-hmm. Tebow. And they were talking about how like they have like, like typically, you know, even as Christians, we have a tendency to like be drawn to like the surface level things in people, mm-hmm. even as Christians, like things that are attractive. Like you said, like humor for you, that's something that's important. But like say like someone that just has a list of like attractiveness, like they have to be six foot tall, like, <laughs> brunette blonde like stuff like that and or even like have the same exact hobbies as you like they were Mm -hmm. talking about how like to a lot of people they were like you know asking them like do y'all even have anything in common like do y'all have anything to like compliment each other 
and they were like for us like our biggest like non-negotiable is our faith mm-hmm. and that like that alone and like our friendship is going to be what makes our marriage last and keep mm-hmm. it fruitful and also with a friendship comes like you know the different levels of like things you're looking for yeah. that you might not be looking for if you're just looking at like at base level yeah, or like eye good. level and I was like dang that's so true because like, <laughs> you know me yeah. and Chloe you know we're single girls out here in these streets and you know we see, you know might see a cute guy at church or something and mm-hmm. you know but it's like okay they might be cute but like are they worshiping the Lord like mm-hmm. are, is, are they actually like being present when they're in church and like listening and like soaking up what the Lord has to say because like mm-hmm. you know if they can't even lead themselves like they're not going to be able to lead you like in yeah. a marriage context especially like me and her have very similar views on dating and the importance of it it's not just a hey let's get coffee and uh, just <laughs> waste our time yeah <laughs> let's um actually like you know weed out the the crappy stuff and let's get to it you know yeah that's good and also when you're talking about like the importance of the things to look for you know we should be you know if we're asking or expecting someone to bring something to the table that we should be also bringing those things as well yeah. and that's something that lord's really been challenging me and like if there's like specific things that i want in someone that i need to make sure that i'm cultivating them and making mm-hmm. sure that i foster them enough to where i could you know bring that to the table for them to help you know help their them grow in their faith help them grow in their life and that if i'm not at that place and like that might be an indication that i'm not ready for a relationship because i need to really like steward mm-hmm. those things yeah that's good yeah i think with that is you know whatever you want them to bring to be equally yoked in that if you want them to be a kind giving man try to be a kind yeah. giving woman you know give up your time of your money of your efforts um and also you can do that with you know whatever season you're in if you're in dating praying for those things in marriage if you're in singleness praying for those things when you're you know in a relationship of you know god what can you use to help me grow in this season so i'm more prepared for the next um and not just using that as a waste of time or just be like oh, i'm so tired of this season let's go to the next part you know like let's for get sure. a move on with it but being like okay let's stop for a minute stay where we are and ask god to reveal and open doors for us and close doors that need to be closed and you know just use us in this time to be the best person we can be because if we expect we can't expect so much out of them but give nothing to the table you know that's good it's a balance in life and in a relationship um so really praying during each season um for growth yeah and for me like me and you're both very independent people and like Mm -hmm. something specifically the lord's been like really just slapping the face about and the best way (laughs) the best feeling it hurts a little bit but it's good (laughs) um but about that for me like I want someone that's like selfless in the sense like where they're going to be able to like you said like for you like missions is super important where they would be Mm -hmm. willing to get up and be obedient but that's like for me like the same for like how they like treat other people like are they like quick to serve like have like a servant's heart and like have like teamwork qualities you know like Mm -hmm. can work and also lead but I feel like when you're independent, sometimes, especially for, like, this long, as a single person, that can be hard to, like, you know, learn how to, like, actually implement that in your life yeah. when you're in a relationship That's with good. someone. So it's something that, like, you actively have to, like, try to work on in yourself. So mm-hmm. for me, I, like, I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone and, like, work with people that maybe I would never work with because it's kind of like a representation of, like, what a relationship is going to be like where mm-hmm. there's going to be times when I'm not going to want to, like, put as much effort in but that doesn't mean I should shouldn't do it but I'm gonna need to to like keep the relationship growing and you know blossoming yeah and I think as single 
people, you know, it's, <laughs> you can have a lot of time to be like, okay, I want this, this, and this, but let's say, you know, you're from one relationship into another. Sometimes, you know, your views and what's important to you can get clouded. And so you're like, okay, what really do I look for? Um, and so I think the best thing we can do is see like, all right, what was Christ like? So for me specifically, when the first thing I think of with Jesus is his sacrificial love. And so that's what I want to see most. And in my relationships is um, love that, you know, takes sacrifices. It's not always easy. Um, and so if you're trying to come up with, you know, a spiritual list, not just a list of like, ooh, six foot, like Hannah yeah. saying, um, really look at like what makes you love Jesus um, and what allows you to get closer to him and then start writing those down and start praying about those. How can I emulate that? Um, how important is that to me? Um, and I feel like that's the best way, you know, to come up with an actual good quote unquote list. If you're going to have one. If you're going to you're gonna have, have one. one. But we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, like, I, you know, had, I'll be, we can kind of just talk about it now because I'd okay. like to say that. I was thinking about while we were chatting is that for me, I always grew up, you know, in like the typical like Sunday school, like youth group settings where mm-hmm. it's like, specifically targeted towards women and like girls about like, oh, let's write out like, you know, the things that we would love to have in someone. <laughs> yeah. When it's like, I feel like what we really should be doing is like asking the Lord to reveal to us what he wants for us mm-hmm. and what we need. Because I feel like if we're leading with our desires and our wants, then like yeah, that is not need. going to like, you know, mm-hmm make your relationship last and it might be like sound good but it's not actually going to like be good in a relationship Mm -hmm. so that's definitely good like what you said so did you ever have a list like growing up and if so like how important was it to you um (laughs) I think like middle school maybe like early high school I had a list and even then like I was a Christ follower so it wasn't it was more of a mixture between the two it was more the spiritual stuff like um, of things, but then there was, you know, my preferences of like this colored eyes, this colored hair, goodness. Um, which, if we know anything, is you know, sometimes um, your spouse or partner does not fit the cookie cutter mold that you want them to fit. Um, and so, yes, I think I did back then, um, but I quickly learned how unrealistic that was. Um, and the Lord will let you know, He will let you know if you know, something is not beneficial. Um, so I moved away from that. You know, I still have my things, but they aren't as materialistic or appearance wise or things as they were before. That's good. So kind of segueing from that, like what are your priorities in singleness that like you've really set, you know, firm in that you feel like you need to cultivate right now? Um, I think as we were saying before, like, whatever we look for, how can we emulate that? So for me, sacrificial love, how can I love people sacrificially in this time? Um, You know, I'm learning to be a teacher, or I I actually do teach, so how can I show my students, you know, God's love every single day? Um, And that's super important to me. Or um, how can I, you know, speak life into my friends? Um, giving advice, taking advice, even when, you know, sometimes it's hard, um, using this time to see what the Bible says, what, you know, the Bible gives you a lot of examples and parables and stories, um, so that we can read those, and so, you know, possibly making own mistakes, um, we can just read about others and learn from that, (laughs) True. or, you know, so forth of how, 
uh, marriage is shown in the Bible, and also just talking to family and friends during this time of what, you know, any advice they have. My parents are great examples of, you know, be best friends first, and I'm so glad I got to see that because if it was just based on marriage, you know, it probably wouldn't have worked out, but since they had a solid friendship um, through Christ, but also best friends, um, they're able to withstand decades. Um, so seeing little things like that in other people has been super important. It's just keeping your eyes open, your ears open, and your heart open. I feel like it's been good. That's good, especially about the friendship piece. I feel yeah. like our generation, and honestly just the world, but we won't even categorize just our generation, <laughs> are having like very much skipping that part in mm-hmm. a relationship or like really just wanting the quick you know mm-hmm. gratification of being instantly in a relationship then putting in the work to make a foundation for a good relationship yeah and that you know I feel like you know we kind of blur the line especially as like us getting older with like friendships like oh like you can't be friends like people of the opposite gender it's kind of like a weird kind of fine line you know what I mean yeah and so <laughs> like when it comes to like building that friendship I feel like also like just enjoying spending time with someone is, like, mm-hmm. a big thing. Like, if you generally, like, have, like, a desire to be with that person and, like, not just for, like, the, you know, entertainment of yourself, but, mm-hmm. like, what you can bring to the table, like, and help them grow mm-hmm. and, like, pour into each other. Because yeah, like, that's, that's important. Good. You shouldn't, you know, be a cup that's constantly being poured into or constantly being drained. It should be a balance, you know. Some pastor said something about, like, the analogy of a sponge, and I feel like that works for any subject, including relationships. You know, as a sponge, you're able to soak up water, but you're also able to, like, have it be poured out. It is a constant blend, um, and I feel like that's good. In relationships, you shouldn't be, you know, emotionally exhausted just from chatting with them, you <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah, that's why you should, like, check your heart before you, like, yeah. even start that process because this? it's, like, you're not just investing your heart into it, but you're also, you know, getting someone else's heart yeah. involved, and, like, that's, like, a lot of responsibility and, like, <laughs> yeah. to hold because... I feel like people don't understand how mu- how powerful it is, like, your words and, like, mm-hmm. the things that you do and say that can, like, really, yeah, like, literally, mm-hmm. in effect, like, you know, then for, like, a long period of time mm-hmm. and could, like, even stunt them and yeah. cause them to not be able to move forward. Or even we see, like, with relationships, like, a constant problem that girls have is we just really take... <laughs> <laughs> we don't take them into consideration when we, you know, quote-unquote friend zone them or whatever. Um, that's hard, well, for either gender. But yeah. as females, we need to be careful with how we're treating the men because it takes a lot for them to, you know, be intentional, to ask us out and so forth. So it's probably best not to crush that ego because why would they want to do it again if all And then we wonder why that there's no one doing exactly. it. Exactly, and this is why people, you know, swipe right or swipe left is because... It's so hard to say face-to-face, like, I would like to go out with you and be intentional about that. Um, and rejection is not always a bad thing. I feel like er- anyone can learn yeah, from rejection. Yeah, like a healthy amount. But I feel yeah. like that if it's every time, you know, someone's, like, you know, well, yeah, talking to you. Yeah, if you don't want to say yes just to, you know. Just to say it. Yeah, yeah, stroke their ego. But <laughs> yeah. at the same time, like, you know, be gentle with how you say it. Because that's your brother in Christ right there. Uh, would you treat your brother like that? Probably not. So don't True. do that to another person. Or do you want your son to be treated like that? Absolutely not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you're like, hey, gets a little yeah. personal when we talk about <laughs> like that. Yeah. But you were talking about how your parents were good examples. Like, did you have, do you have any other mentors or, like, examples in your life mm-hmm. that help you, like, spiritually or, like, or examples for you of what a good marriage looks like, mm-hmm. your relationship? Maybe not even just marriage, like, dating or... Yeah, I think I've seen just various things over time. Um, 
you know, it was just with a lot of people, like my grandparents, my parents, my brother and his wife, um, but also just, you know, youth pastors and uh, mission organizations I worked for, seeing the role of the husband and wife in missions. I can't really just pinpoint, like, this person particularly, you know, changed completely my worldviews on it. Uh, but just little things over time um, and seeing, you know, all of them weren't walks in the park. Um, but they made it work in a way that glorified God um, in a way that just didn't satisfy their own needs. Um, and I think I saw that consistently through each one. And that it's really just doing life with them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't really pinpoint one. But I think just little little tidbits from each group or each couple has helped. That's true. It's really for like mentor I feel like a lot of us don't talk about it because like especially us being in grad school like we're around professors all the time and like we have the luxury of being around you know people of faith and Mm -hmm. stuff but like having like a mentor that's like older than you or like where you want to be like like you said like married and like in a relationship that's important because having like a tangible example like helps keep your priorities like in check because Mm -hmm. you can see that that it is possible and there is hope to get Mm -hmm. that in your life or like obviously through your own way of how God wants to give that to you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes, like, we can get so in our head and, like, overthink and, like, think, woe is me. But it's like, yeah. are you going out and, like, having, like, really, you know, living life with people mm-hmm. that are in seasons that you, like, hope for in the future, yeah. you know? But not just hanging out with them for that reason, but that, like, naturally, like, wanting yeah. to be around people that are going to help you grow. And if you, I say, you know, if you're new in your walk with Christ or if you don't particularly have like a good mentor in this season um the internet (laughs) can be your best friend um if you look at it not from the world's point of view but what god says um so i love listening to sermons when i work out and yeah girl (laughs) it's like it's checking two things off the list jesus time and working out sure and it really makes you feel like the squats aren't like absolutely burning (laughs) about jesus's love (laughs) yeah sweating spiritually and physically the best True. way uh, <laughs> where was I going with that um, so, yes. resources. Um, some of the sermons I listen to are Michael Todd he is phenomenal and he yes. keeps it real he really does um, he has a book but also sermons called relationship goals and then there's another one I think I wrote it down um, it's called single dating engaged married um, and it's by passion city church DC and even if you're single uh, single to learn about married or even if you're married to learn about single you know the season of being single so that you can help your friends during that um I think that's great you know to allow you to see what each stage might you know possibly look like and how to grow prepare and be prepared for that stage yeah those are both really good books because the, the um single dating engage is a book, a book by Ben Stewart he's wow. really good You'll have to borrow my book. <laughs> Plugging them. Discount code. I'm kidding. But, like, seriously, like, YouTube, though, really, like, we're yeah. so blessed and should be so grateful to have resources like this because I know, like, across the globe, not everyone might have the mm-hmm. access to just the internet, let alone, like, having, like, or godly people. Or godly people. Yeah. Or just having, you know, on their fingertips, being able to look up any topic in, in the Bible or any, mm-hmm. like, pastor or style you know what i'm saying because like we're very privileged in that way yeah so definitely take advantage of it because mm-hmm. it's awesome you don't want to like you know you rather get it from it. them and from what god says than from what the world says for sure you know because i'll skew it and then you have to yeah walk that road <laughs> okay so do you have any advice for singles 
that are, you know, mm-hmm. listening. <clears throat> okay. I would say your first piece of advice, and this, you know, <laughs> that I'm saying this, but um, don't listen to all advice, <laughs> I guess would be good. Um, not what everybody says you should hold to a high standard because if they, I feel like this is you that said this to me. Or maybe this is somewhere else. <laughs> I'm going to quote it and botch it up. But it was like, if you wouldn't want this person, if you don't want to like, live like this person, or if you don't want to follow the way they do, probably don't listen to their advice, you know? Um, and sometimes it just doesn't apply. So I've heard multiple times different things. Oh, like, move in with the person before so you can have a trial mm. run. Or just dating's <laughs> casual. Okay, it might be casual for some people, but it's not for me. True. Um, and that's my next piece of thing I'm going to go into. Um, really, you know, hear where these people are coming from, but also try to form, like, your own opinion. And so many different thoughts and opinions and feelings are going to be thrown around. So try to figure out where you stand um, but also realize, you know, this is not a race. True. And I know, especially living in the Bible Belt and going to a Christian college, it looks like everybody's getting married before they can even legally vote. <laughs> but True. Don't, don't compare your life to others because, you know, we're all in a different race following towards God. Um, so if you're a little bit behind or a little bit ahead or something, that's okay um, because God knows what you need to go through to get to your potential goal and um, not the world that's um, good thank you <laughs> um and then also with that i hear people talking about you know dating casually and, and like oh just date around so you can figure out what you look for okay that's great and all for some people but for me that i can't just casually go on a date with somebody because i fall in love <laughs> 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 like you know i can just the vulnerability I, I know I can't do that um, because I'm already like planning the wedding. I, I hate to say that because that's going to be, you know, for the world to see. But as a woman, you know, it's easy to be like, okay, what flowers for the bouquet? And they're like, Chloe, <laughs> this is just a date. Well, plus <laughs> like, we're at the age though too. Yeah, so yeah, true. And plus all of our much. friends are flipping engaged at 18. Married um, and having, popping out kids. True, they really are. <laughs> so just knowing yourself as a person. Um, and even speaking to the choir, aka myself, um, the opposite side of that, you know, don't go in and be like, this is my husband, and <laughs> you don't even know their name. <laughs> <laughs> True, or their heart. True. Really, like, ask the Lord to reveal that to you. For sure. Um, so I just would say that, yeah. And I think, too, like, when you're getting pieces of advice from people, mm-hmm. it also be, you know, really, like, thinking about, like, are they people in your inner circle that, like, do life with you? They know you best. Like, if they're, those are the ones that are pouring into you and giving mm-hmm. you advice, that they should be holding more weight than someone that you don't know is giving you advice. True. And no matter who's giving you advice, that you should be, like, talking and dialoguing about it with God for him to, like, help back it up and, like, give clarification. Mm-hmm. Or even just looking, like, in the Word. Like, what does the Word have to say about, you know, topics that they're talking mm-hmm. about? And, like, does it line up? Because... I feel like we can take a lot of people's words for as gold, yeah. but we haven't even talked to God about it, if, like, what his thoughts are on it, and we just assume, True. you know? One thing that the Lord really has been showing to me is before you even go on that first date, not, like, you know, go ahead and turn them down, but say, like, hey, I want, like, a week or this amount of time to really pray about it, fast about it. That's so important. Um, and just be friends. 
because you have to see if you work out as friends before, you know, all the feelings and uh, Blur the pheromones and all that stuff, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so really taking that time to take a step back and be like, okay, though I could see them as a potential partner, let's see them as a friend um, first. And I think that's really good because that can save you from a lot of heartbreak. Especially, you know, if you talk for a week just solely as friends or just, like, not even talking, just praying about it, mm-hmm. um, that would save you a lot more hurt than, you know, going on the first day or starting to date and be like, ooh, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? for sure. Because then you lost a friend and then also it gets awkward and just <laughs> And time combined. wasted too, you know. True. And that's, get it back. Yeah, you're wasting their time and your time. Well, I think it's important to you to think about before you even date anyone, if you're single, is to think about your intention of why you want to date because Mm -hmm. that's a big thing. Like, I feel like not enough people talk about it is that, like, if your intention of dating is because you just don't want to be alone, Mm -hmm. that's not a good enough reason to date someone, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, there has to be more to it. Like, that you're, like... And also, I think, too, the world's made this something where, like, we feel like we have to be, like, codependent on someone and now we can't, like be Mm -hmm. able to live our life that we have to like live our life for someone else but the only person we should be living for is god and that we should be looking for someone to complement our lives Mm -hmm. not complete it and me and you have even talked about our friendship like this analogy of like you know we're both running our own races beside each other but we can still like complement each other you know i'm saying like we're not completing each other Mm -hmm. obviously we're not dating (laughs) like that analogy is relevant and i think it's important because especially like as a Christian culture, because predominant to people that listen, is that, you know, we're talking about people that get young, like 18, like right out the gate, you know, and they're like, let's do it. And that's not bad. And like applaud y'all for finding love because I feel like, you know, that's important. <laughs> you know, hey, we all want it. Congrats. We all love it. <laughs> but it's like, make sure that you're like taking time to appreciate yeah. like your season, like Chloe was talking about at the beginning, like, because I've met so many people, like, even married people say, like, they miss their singleness, which mm-hmm. is crazy to hear as a single person that's never <laughs> been in a, like, deep, deep relationship with someone. And you're like, what the heck? Shut up. Like, you don't <laughs> understand. But then they're saying, like, no, like, I didn't realize how blessed I was to have the freedom to, like, not to be accountable to anyone else but God. Like, mm-hmm. if I wanted to travel the globe by myself, like, I could do it. I wouldn't have to, like, consult anyone about that or, like, mm-hmm. cross things off your your bucket list or things that like you know also asking God like what does he want to do in you by yourself first Mm -hmm. that like maybe like having someone in your life would be a distraction or cause you to like delay something that like a promise that he's made to you and I wouldn't Mm want to like just speed it up for that if it was like a promise he's like made to me you know I think one last thing um and sorry if this doesn't flow just when the Lord gives gives you advice um set boundaries with every single season you're in um you know oftentimes we talk about physical boundaries which is so important to talk about beforehand and to be on the same page but also emotional boundaries um if you pour your heart into soul your heart and soul into somebody in the first date and then you guys aren't feeling it Mm -hmm. it's almost like not a soul tie but you feel like there's a part of you that's with them and Mm -hmm. that that's hard if it doesn't work out you know so um I think it depends with every single person, but set boundaries in whatever season it looks like, physical, mental, spiritual, and ask the Lord to reveal that to you because with everybody it's different. And I feel like it's 
I don't know, I'm trying to say this in the right way because I don't want it to be skewed wrong. So if you have any words of encouragement. Or just like kind of like guard just, your heart yeah, in a way. Yeah, that's perfect. That's the, what is it? Yeah, just guard your heart. Um, but don't like build like. Don't such, build walls. Don't yeah. build walls that where no one can tear them down mm-hmm. in the sense, in a good way. Not like, you know, mm-hmm. the typical like, oh, they're tearing my walls down. Be open. Yeah, but don't like. Don't like compromise. Yeah. But also like be like secure enough in that's yourself. Good. Perfect. And, like, yeah. what's important to you, your morals, your values. Mm-hmm. So, like, that when you're going into it, you're not having to question what your view is on something with someone else in the picture. Like, mm-hmm. you already know, you where, know you stand. where you stand. Yeah, you and your frame in that belief. It's good. And, okay, so, of course, since they're both single, <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking forward to the most about <laughs> being in a relationship or being married one day? Okay. <laughs> uh, I would say, you know, having a best friend... And if we're going to get cheesy, it's me and Hannah, oh, God. cheese we balls. We each other everything. <laughs> um, the amount of times, like, let's say, okay, when we were on, at Chill, we, we were in our film. <laughs> we were. Because like, it was beautiful sunset setting. And I know we both felt this. We even talked about yeah. it. We were like, it would be so nice, you know, to have a loved one with you. Just to, like, share this moment with, um, to, like, see this, you know, beautiful sunset or whatever it may be. Um, so to truly just have a best friend that you do life with, you know, you don't, it's not like you wake up, you hang out for an hour and then you go about in your daily lives and see each other like maybe on week or like weekends for date nights. Like this person's, if, if this is a marriage, like this person is with you. Good, bad, and ugly. And you don't always see that with dating or something. It's just a very real, like you're a family at that point, which you literally are like two, become <laughs> yeah. one. This is, like, your person. Um, so just for the fun times of doing life, cracking up, you know. Mind you, also the day that we did go to Jihai, we literally saw someone get engaged before okay, we went true. out. That's why we were in our feels. Because <laughs> we got to preface that, like, me and Chloe are, like, content we're in this season. We're in. That was cute. And, but it was, like, but it was so, like, it wasn't, like, an envious thing. It was, like, yeah, pure, we like, adoration them. and, like, joy for them, which was, like, how you know we're both yeah. in good p- places because we both were like wanting to take a picture of yeah, them. We, we were like, yeah. we were like, oh that's wow, good. like that's so. It's like based like a depiction of like you know the Lord's love between us and yeah. Him, like in front of us. Christ because loves the church, which is yeah, like the we're body the of Christ. We are His bride, um, which is such a beautiful metaphor to how your relationships should be. So it wasn't like we were looking at like, oh. yeah, like I <laughs> wish that was me. It was more like that's cute. You're like, <laughs> wow, God, like that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it was like we both were like teary. <laughs> we were like, oh my gosh, I think it's our cue to like to go see the sunset. <laughs> and like, well, one to give them you know space, you know, if they wanted to like you know have a kiss or something <laughs> in their graduate photos, you know, like ram strangers. <laughs> <laughs> True, but hey, we gotta look out for our homegirls and homeboys out there. We True. know how it is. True. We had to wait that long to get mm-hmm. you know proposed to. I mean, mind you, they were They're like, like twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> they were younger than us. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> But I want to talk a little bit about contentness because mm-hmm. I feel like, like I've have you know friends on both ends of the spectrum where they're either like trying to find their contentness mm-hmm. or they are like concrete in their contentness, which is amazing. Both sides are good, but it's like kind of a journey. It's so like what part are you at? Are you content? Working towards contentness? Yeah, you feel um, like you're at like a good place. I feel like it just depends. Overall, I think I'm in a good spot. I think just sometimes you're like, wow, that would be great. And then other times you're like, whoa, I'm not <laughs> ready for that. Okay. Um, every day is the new day. <laughs> um, 
but I feel like as long as you know, you know where you stand, and I think for most people, it's, you know, like, you're content where you are, and you're happy to learn where you're at, but you're also willing and open for, if the God wants, if God wants to place the right person in your life, you know, to be open to that, mm-hmm. don't be so blind or so focused on, I don't know, whatever, like, <laughs> something um, that you shouldn't be focused in or whatever, to not see what beauty God is doing um and how he's opening doors or closing doors so I think it's hard to say like oh I'm content Mm -hmm. or like but I think it's relative to each person I feel like too yeah I think it's relative but just being okay with wherever God has you um even if that means you know you're still like oh I'd love that um learning for sure yeah for me I think when I like I realized I was in a good like good spot was before I could definitely tell like there is some enviness that I like and jealousy that I dealt with for like a couple years of like of other people of mm-hmm. like and not even like in malice or anything it was just like wow I wish that was me or like oh, god okay. like when is that gonna happen for me and mm-hmm. like having those type of questions and it was until like probably like probably a year and a half ago almost two years now where it was like the lord like really worked in me because I asked him you know don't mm-hmm. ask them asking to do something if you're not willing to put in the work because he'll do it he'll, yeah. he'll prune you <laughs> and so for me I was like God I want to be at such a good place where like mm-hmm. I can be so genuinely like joyful for everyone in my that's life awesome. that's wherever they're at whether they're single whether they're married engaged having kids mm-hmm. or even like I mean God forbid a divorce or something like that where like I could be able to like be able to pour into each person's life and mm-hmm. also like genuinely be like loving and like how do you talk about sacrificial love like sacrificing my love even mm-hmm. though I might would love to be in a similar season like my version of their season yeah and also like you know the gods are teaching me like just because what I see in someone else's relationship doesn't necessarily mean like it's all rainbows and butterflies and like everything True. because we're only, only seeing see a snippet Instagram highlight reel yeah or like the 10 teaching. minutes that you saw them and you didn't see like maybe the car ride they had like the argument they had or like True. the you know the things that are behind the closed doors that no one talks about and so like if you're in a season where like you're struggling with you know being content like also mm-hmm. realize that like to one get off your phone okay <laughs> get off <Yeah. laughs> get off social media like and I'll be honest like when I was going through the season of like pruning myself and the Lord pruning me I had to remove, like, on Instagram, like, I would, I reached out to some of my friends and was like, look, I love you and I care about you and I'm happy for you, but, like, mm-hmm. I have to remove, like, your page from my life right now because it's causing me to stumble because I'm focusing so much on your relationship that I'm not focusing on my relationship with Christ mm-hmm. and, like, me growing. And that takes a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. confidence to be able to, like, go up and say that because it's not something you want to admit yeah. that you're struggling with. But, like, if you have to do that, then, like, you know, do whatever helps you grow yeah I think with me like in order to have like felt content I needed to pray like because okay first I need to preface anybody can date anybody at any point in their life there's about 8 billion people out there if you're (laughs) looking for it you will find it real fast so asking God you know am I ready or will this cause me more harm than good or um, is this as good as it can be? Because, you know, we don't want mediocre love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so am I willing to wait for that? And if the Lord reveals, and he will if you ask, um, is this it? Is this exceptional or is this mediocre? Will this hurt me? Um, if it's not the time, then you don't even, you know, necessarily... Obviously, like, you still want it, but part of you doesn't because it's rather to wait than... 
to uh, settle than settle or something like that yeah or like get hurt in more than just like you know the typical ways of you know figuring out somebody else but like actually you know it'd be more harmful than good um so seeing that it's the singleness is for the Lord to protect you and help you grow instead of he's just like holding out or something mm-hmm. um and that will really like help change your view of like okay this is not the Lord punishing me or this is not the Lord being like oh you gotta wait or something this is him building you up um he will like because he'll let you know real fast um, mm-hmm. and so you'll see it in a different light or like with Hannah's she had to know like the difference between um, joy in relationships versus jealousy mm-hmm. that was minus knowing like this is not the Lord you know saying like oh you're gonna wait because you know I'm gonna force you to be unhappy or whatever he's yeah. like no I'm protecting you um, so asking the Lord to reveal that I help I think will help a lot with if you do have those feelings of like why not now? Yeah, and plus also I was just thinking about this is that like I don't want to copycat love of mm-hmm. what someone else has because also if I'm having that mentality of wanting what someone else has, in a way it's like acting like God couldn't give me my version of that or Ooh. better like like it's kind of like putting a limitation on what mm-hmm. God can give me because it's that I think that's all I deserve or what I could have. Mm-hmm. But it's like God is so much bigger than my insecurities or what I bring to the mm-hmm. table in a relationship that like I deserve everything that like he yeah. wants to give me and that like yeah. I should be open to receiving that and not limiting myself to settling for something True. that I see in others that might like might not even be what I need or mm-hmm. necessarily want and like that's okay. I think the only love we should copycat is Christ to the Period. church because that's the only one that will be, you know, fruitful and successful and loving completely. And it's awesome, though, when you get to that place. Because, like, when yeah. we were there, like, that was, like, such a cool moment for me. Like, mm-hmm. mar- looking back at my growth where I'm like, that would have been two years ago. And I was sitting on there, I'd be, like, probably, like, <laughs> crying in my feels. Like, and, like, oh, my gosh, you know, like, wow. But now it's, like, just, like, like you know, me and Chloe have been talking about, like, asking God, like, what do you need to work on mm-hmm. in this season to, like, get you prepared for, like, whatever season you're walking into, not just singleness, but, like, your next stage in life, like, us in grad school, getting us prepared for, like, our careers, mm-hmm. and it's so important to you to realize that, like, while you're single, you have so much to learn and so much to offer to the world, and that if you're, like, literally only using your singleness to basically wait. I know we, we've heard the term, like, just wait. It'll happen when you least expect it. Oh, oh my gosh. That's, that's a bad piece of advice, y'all. Don't say it. We get it. We get Nobody it. Nobody wants to hear that. Okay. We're, like, obviously we're waiting. <laughs> um, but, like, saying, like, you know, there's, like, the sole purpose of singleness isn't just to wait until you get into a relationship with someone, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, my, God might have something different for you or, like, have something yeah. better for you that, like, Maybe your career is, like, super, like, you know, super passionate in a big piece of part of your life that, like, you know, God really wants to, like, spark in you and, like, help you, like, launch you to the next stage. And, like, right now, like, that's the focal point of where your life's heading right now. And that just because you're not in a relationship, that that doesn't mean that you're not adequate enough or that, like, you know, you're not where everyone else is. But it's about, like, where you're at, you know, mm-hmm. like, being, like, excited and happy for that. It's good. Like that, mind you. Oh my gosh, Chloe, we've been talking for like 40 minutes. Mind you, we can be talking for hours because me and Chloe are best friends. You can tell, but Chloe, okay, so where could they find you if they want to? Oh gosh, find you (laughs) through the Lord (laughs) (laughs) through my Instagram page. She's in like a lot of my photos, so Hmm, that's it. That's (laughs) it. 
or LinkedIn. Do you have a LinkedIn or something? <laughs> I do not. I have, you know, social media. <laughs> I feel so old now. I'm like, do you have a LinkedIn? And they're like, what is that? You want to link up? No, that's not what I mean. I'm dead. We'll go to Hannah's page, which is Hannah underscore <laughs> Sullins 26. I don't think about that for a second. I like we're in high school. Find me. You're like, um, what's your Instagram? What's your at? And you're like, um. <laughs> thanks for calling me out. No, no, but like we do that like in like college, like gateway classes where you have to like yeah. name your major, where you live, your favorite food, oh, you like gosh, crap like I hate that. Those. Yeah. So we're just reliving our dream. <laughs> you don't expose me like that um guys well we love y'all so much and i want to finish this podcast off with prayer and obviously chloe's awesome so she will definitely be back on again sharing some cool things <laughs> and topics that she lives so dear lord we thank you so much for today we pray that you would just meet all of us where we're at god we pray that you'd meet every person whether they're single engaged dating married, divorced, wherever, widowed, whatever season they're in and listening, that you would meet them and that they would have openness to hear. We have to speak to them about God and that they'd be willing to grow and to steer what they have well. And I pray that you would just meet all of our needs, help us be safe and to have a great week and to keep you at the focal point and get pumped for Easter and Resurrection Sunday. And we pray all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>